Hi, and welcome to this installment of Marvelous Mouse Talk. I'm your host, Marcella Zimmerman, and I'm joined today by Stacey Rollins. Hey, guys. Ashley James. Hello. And Denise Polis. Hiya. This podcast is brought to you by Marvelous Mouse Travels, where we're creating marvelous memories one family at a time. Today, we'll take a look at Animal Kingdom. This is a large park, which is often referred to as a zoo, but believe me, it is so much more. Hi, ladies. Hey, Hi. how are you doing? Not too bad. I'm ready for this one. I love Animal Kingdom. <laughs> I've been ready all week to talk about this one. Yeah, this is probably my fave. Yes. It's one of those, like, really, do people like, call it a zoo? And it it's so much more. And I wish they would give it, like, that much more credit. But um, people just see animals and just look at it like that. So let's see if we can change some people's minds. <laughs> So I kind of wanted to start in Pandora because that's the biggest highlight for most people that go now after Disney based this whole area off of the movie Avatar. Um, And I really, I'm very impressed with what they did because they really did bring that, that movie to life. They really did. That whole area is just amazing. You just walk in and you, if you feel like you're entering a different world. And if you've seen the movie, it's, a complete replica in some areas. And that queue, even like, of course, we usually fast pass um, Flight of Passage, but the queue in Flight of Passage is really worth walking through and seeing all the detail and all the neat things that they've put um, while you're waiting in line for that ride. It's really cool. It was a really thought out process. Like when they, they went in there and they really started to construct, you know, this, this area. And it was something different for Disney. Disney had never really ever taken on a full, I don't want to say like, a, it's not a full part, but it's like a full area dedicated to one movie. And they did, they put like little details in there. Um, this part, this portion of the park is so much different at night than it is during the day. So you really do get two different experiences too on top of that. Oh yeah. yeah. You could spend hours yeah. there. It's really, it's one of those places that I watched the movie because they were opening that part of the park and I could really have cared less about Avatar. (laughs) I mean, you know, I wasn't going in as that kind of fan and all excited for that. But once you actually enter that area of the park, it didn't, it didn't matter if I was an Avatar fan or not. I was, they won me over immediately. Well, let's hope James Cameron doesn't listen to that. I know, right? <laughs> I'm just one of those, you know? Uh, I think Star Wars Land is probably going to be the same way, whether you're a Star Wars fan or not. No, I do agree. You know, you're going to yeah. walk in and just Galaxy's Edge, you're going to be just amazed by it. And Pandora was that for me. No, I do agree. I, I recall when the very first time I was there, I did have a fast pass, but there were people standing in line that didn't have a fast pass and it was a three hour wait. They had their iPads open and they were just re-watching the movie as they were in line. They were that. Oh, much that's a, a good idea. Yeah. Great idea. Yeah. Idea. yeah. Sadly, the line is long enough to probably watch the whole movie, but <laughs> it is a good idea. <laughs> Let's start with Flight of Passage because that is the big draw into Animal Kingdom at this point. Um, I don't get to talk about Flight of Passage because I have little ones. So, therefore, I have not done Flight of Passage. I get to hear. I'm so sorry. I know. I know. I know. We're going. (laughs) I've done Navi River a few times if y'all want to talk about that one. But I haven't done Flight of Passage. So, I get to hear all my clients talk about 
how awesome it is. And I get to get fast passes for them, but I haven't got any for myself yet. <sighs> okay, I'm done in my pity party. My pity party. <laughs> so tell me what y'all love about it. My favorite part is you actually get to feel like the banshee breathe between your legs. Like you get to feel it like out of breath from flying. It's it, it's a very surreal type of thing. And the smells that are also, you know, put in that you smell as you're, you know, flying through the air and you're passing over different things um, just really add to the experience. Um, it is my absolute favorite attraction in all of Orlando, really, out of all the theme parks. It's my favorite. It is really a neat ride. It just kind of transports you right into the Avatar land. And, and it's just nothing I've ever ridden before. So it, it was it is pretty cool. We love that ride. Even my stepdad, he has like terrible motion sickness. He goes on it with and he keeps his eyes closed and he waits for me to be like, OK, you can open them when we have like when the Banshee will land on like a tree limb or something just so he can see the, the world inside. Like, That's a great strategy for people who have motion sickness. Like he doesn't always feel so hot afterwards because he can still feel the motion per se. But he does. He, it's not you know the worst for either. But he that way he still gets he he smells it. He has a sense of it. He sees parts of it. You know. And I know the technology is a lot. It's pretty similar to like what you see in soaring. Is it really that close, or is it? No, it's. I think it's set up like Soren. Yeah, very much so. You've got the different levels. Um, it's the same type of screen. Um, it's a different experience, but it is very parallel to Soren. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, and it it reminds me a little of our tours too in Hollywood Studios as you go down the cliffs and things. I would say that Soren is a little more calm. So if somebody. Um, you know, they don't like thrill rides. Not that um, Flight of Passage is a thrill ride by any means, but Soarin' is more of a calm ride, and Flight of Passage is a little bit more, you're going to feel a little bit more intensity there. Yeah, especially if you have the motion sickness. Like my stepdad, he he can do Soarin' just fine, but he can't do the Flight of Passage with his eyes open. So just kind of take me on the ride. So on the ride, you're on the Banshee, which if you haven't watched the movie... I don't want to call them the pets, but they're kind of their pets, right? Um, so then you're over the mountains, and that's really where the motion sickness comes into play. Well, you go through, like, underneath trees and through, I guess, I, I, would, I would say wilderness because I don't say, I don't want to say it's woods because it's plant life. And over rivers and oceans and whales jumping and... Oh, I really need to get on this ride. <laughs> <laughs> And there's a fun drop that I love that you just feel like you are just dropping as it flies through. It's and, and then it's beautiful as well. I mean, there are times that part of the ride, it, you just look at it and it's just beautiful. They've incorporated some beautiful scenery um, from the movie. What are those little like things that light up? Those little white light plant things? Yeah, yeah. Like those are there. I don't know the names of them, but I know what you're talking about. They're like near the end of the movie if you've seen it. But basically, you feel like you're flying. I mean, or parasailing, well, not parasailing, gliding. What is it called when you're kind of gliding through the sky? But it's you, you feel like you're flying on an animal. Yeah. <laughs> that's the best way to describe it. So the other thing that's there is Navi River. Um, both of these are, 
I would say like you need to fast pass both of these. Um, Flight of Passage is your number one fast pass to get an Animal Kingdom. So if you can get it, that would be a must if that's something that you want to write on. And our agents are always willing to help and um, get up early and do your fast passes for you too. But Navi River is a boat ride based off the movie too. I really like the character at the very end. Like the animatronic in this ride is amazing. She's just, she's so lifelike for a second there. Like you really have to, you have to take a step a second look at her to see if she's real or not. That is a very calming ride. Like if you want to just kind of have a very peaceful few minutes, um, you spend a lot of time in the park. It's cool, like in the sense of temperature and it's dark and it's just a very peaceful ride. I have to agree with that. Nicely put. So what I do like about this is like the colors in that ride. The, um, I don't even know what the word is, like the fluorescent colors that you see that are seen like in the movie, like they really did a great job of walking as you're walking through the forest, like in the movie, they did a great job of bringing that to life within this ride. And like, there you go. Yes. Mm -hmm. They really did. The animals look so cool coming up on the lights as you're going through the boat ride. And it's just very peaceful and calming. Well, even like the sounds around you, I mean, you really do feel like you're there. And the smells, they really mm-hmm. pump in the smells for that ride. They did a good job on this one. I'm impressed. Do you guys have a strategy that you usually recommend about getting on this ride since most people try to fast pass Flight of Passage? I just get to Animal Kingdom about an hour before it says it's open that day. And then that's, I have a fast pass for Flight of Passage and I just go straight to Navi River first and then I go to Flight of Passage. <laughs> yeah, that's the way I usually do it too. I just didn't know if anybody had any you know, had a different strategy than that. So you know that the drums are there, the drum circle, right? Yes. And yeah. how you can play on the drum. Yes. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you go past the drums. You go to, like, when you're looking, when you first come into Pandora, you go past them to the right, and you see the water and the plant life, and you can hear all that, and you go down the steps. In that area, there's the it's Wilderness Explorers, but there's also people, they're called Ace, the... Um, Alpha Centauri Expeditions is what it's is what that stood for. Anyways, um, they're they're basically your Pandora guides. They will not only like teach you the language of Pandora, they'll like teach you a few lines, but they'll also they'll also show you which plants to touch and where to touch them. And different plants in that little area there um, will like have like a heartbeat, and they'll communicate in other plants in that small area, they'll light up and they'll, and have that, that sound. And there's like six or seven different areas and they're all like, it's so much fun. It's like you're, if you have a family of like, you know, three, four, five, whatever it is, and you guys just stand in those different areas and you just touch them in those certain spots, they'll show you where they are. You just ask them, you know, and it's just, nice and you can be you'll like you'll know when they touch it and you can touch it back and it makes a noise like a boom ba boom and it's a different sound like a different tone so are they wearing like a i mean they don't need normal cast members right are they wearing like a different uniform yeah they have like a vest on um and like a safari hat i didn't realize that they were there when i first went like you know you kind of you're so over 
I was I was there at night this this time. I went back at night because you know you have to go back at night. And we we're just looking at all the plant life and how it glows. And we're looking at we're listening to all the sounds and all this stuff. And this guy walks up to us and he's like, Oh, do you know that you know they communicate and they make sounds? And we're like, um, one, who are you? <laughs> we're like, we thought it was like some random person just talking to us, and he's like, Oh. I'm Ace. I'm Alpha. Blah 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 blah. I'm your guide. I'm like, oh, okay. He didn't say I'm a cast member, but basically that's what they are. And he walked us from where we were, which was by the drums, down past you know the water and all that, and showed us these different places. And every time we go back now, my kids and I, we remember where these different places are, and we run around and we we touch them just so they light up and make these noises. And we show other people around us. It's so much fun. That's so cool. Like that's something new I hadn't I didn't know that even existed. But it's because like um in the movie the plants and the humans interact with each other. Like the plants rely on humans just as much as the humans rely on the plants. That's what he told us anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So have you guys seen the the robot um the ranger? The rain yeah. Yeah, the mm-hmm. rangers. Those are neat. Those are really cool as well. Yeah. Yeah. They're so big. They're huge. I love watching little kids, like, looking up at them as they're talking. (laughs) They have so much going on, like, throughout the day. And like you said, even at night um, in this area. And, I mean, like, I will emphasize this again. If you go, go in the morning, go during the day. But you need to go back at night. (laughs) Like, um, I don't care if you're fixing to walk out the park because you've had a long day. Go back and really just go check it out again. I'm so glad we did. It's worth it. I don't care how tired my feet are at the end of the day. I'm so, like, I just want to go back in there and just go look again. Like, even the ground, like, seeing, like, all the different animal prints on the ground. There's just so much detail there. And the plant, when you first walk into Pandora, there's this huge plant to your right when you first walk in that when you touch it on the side, it spits, like, you touch it a few times or you rub it and it spits water or a mist out the top of it. Just for little kids when they're hot, anyways. <laughs> a little tip. <laughs> See that one? I didn't know either. Oh yes, I, I spent a good half hour there watching my children do that. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the sweet moments. So, what about the safari? To me, that's that used to be the big ticket item there, and, and now I'm like, it has been overshadowed somewhat. Um, safari is still like one of my favorite things to do. So, who is a morning safari person? Versus a dusk safari person. I'm a morning. I used to be morning. And so now you've changed? Uh, It depends who I have with me. And what do you like about each? The morning, we get it over with before the heat comes. And at night, I feel like they're more active. But do you, you're going to see different animals, right? For the dusk ones, don't they they switch them out? I'll be honest. I don't think I've noticed the difference. Oh, okay. No, I, I actually the um in the morning they seem to be kind of quieter. The animals are not moving as much. But when we went in the middle of the afternoon, they were very active. And even a um, rhino came up to our safari car and bumped it a little bit. <laughs> so that was fun. <laughs> I just like it because it's something for everyone, you know, yeah. of all ages can ride it. And it's such like in the middle of the day, it's so nice to get on that ride because you sit for twenty minutes and can just kind of relax a little bit and enjoy the scenery. I have heard, though, from other people that depending, or not depending, but 
um, they've had to explain to their children what animals are doing. <laughs> oh my! So making more animals. <laughs> yes, they're playing so wrong. <laughs> they're wrestling. <laughs> just you know, just in case. <laughs> I haven't. I have not. But I'm just saying. I have heard other people have. Did y'all hear about the one time? What was it? Like an elephant that was giving birth on the safari. It was oh my god! Well, I think it was a giraffe. Yeah, it was it? one of those. Yeah, yeah, it was a giraffe that was giving birth. Yeah, that, that would be been, awesome. I know that would have been like the most awesome experience you could possibly have on that ride. I, that's the giraffe is the one that I usually get the most interaction with. It seems like they come up to our vehicle more often than the other animals. I would rather see an animal give birth than have to explain the other. <laughs> But the safari has so much to really see on it. And kind of like we're talking about the different experiences. Not every experience will always be the same. I mean, like, you could probably go on it three times in one day. You're going to get different animals interact with you, you know, versus, like, you're going through it. And it's always going to be constantly the same because they are wandering. Well, some of them are wandering. There are obvious, like, boundaries between you and, and some of the animals. But Disney's really good about hiding those boundaries and and they make it really do feel like you're on a safari and And the kids love looking up at the animals in the um the truck that you're on to see which ones they found and if they can find the ones listed so my kids love it they really enjoy that I think it's just a ride because it's so different every time you go that it's just a ride that you can continue to go and do it again and and then again the next year and again the next year. And you don't get bored with it because you see different things every time you go. I love that it doesn't feel like a zoo that the, that, you know, the, the animals Mm -hmm. aren't enclosed per se, you know, like they, they don't have tiny enclosures. And I actually dined with an animal specialist in, um, animal kingdom, um, sauna uh last year and she was going on about like how many acres they actually have to give to the animals and it's amazing like how well these they're taken care of and how they really just like rescue animals per se they don't take them from the wild they they actually rescue them more so than anything else so i like the fact that it's not a zoo you know when you're looking at animals that can't roam freely and um you know how there's like an ostrich egg that's always there? Oh, yeah. So it probably took me three visits to figure out that that ostrich egg is probably not real. <laughs> so there's little fun things like that, too. And then there's also like, have you all ever seen the lions move? I always look for that. Because <laughs> I think they're staged, but that's the other <laughs> But last summer when we were moved. Okay, see? And I was, like, so excited. They're real. (laughs) Well, I hear that the dusk times are the best times to see the lions move. So that's why I asked about the dusk, you know, about the dusk tours versus the morning. Some people want to do it first thing in the morning. Um, But I hear that if you really want to enjoy the lions to do it later in the day. Yeah, when I saw the lions, it was in, I was on the Ultimate Nights of Adventure tour. And we went, it was probably around 6 p.m. And that's when I saw the lions and they were moving. They were circling around. Yeah. So see, that's that's a good tidbit mm-hmm. for listeners. If you're interested in certain types of animals, maybe you, you know, plan your safari or go twice. 
Yeah. Go in the morning and then go again at night or, you know, at the desk time. And they can definitely be done. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I just think it's fun. Every time we've gone, like, the lines never move. And that's always been kind of like a running joke is that they're just kind of there. Um, but, yeah, more people are able to see them kind of interact than, you know, what they used to be seen since. The park does have extended hours now opposed to, like, several years ago where they used to close down on 6. So, as far as entertainment, let's, since we're talking about lions, um, how about the Festival of the Lion King? That is that is my all-time favorite show. In fact, when I the very first time I ever went to Disney, I was a teenager and I was not impressed, I have to say. <laughs> but <laughs> I was standing in line for the for the Festival of the Lion King and I was, you know, I was a teenager so I was miserable and by the we got in there and the show went on and after that Disney had won me over and I could not wait to get to another show. I begged my parents When's the next show? Where's the next show? Are we going to go to another show? Like literally every time I go back, I have to go see that show. They really have stocked that full of talented people all the way from the musicians to the acrobats to um, it is very top notch. I've got a funny story from the last time we were there. Um, We Ubered, I think over to Wilderness Lodge or somewhere for dinner And I was talking, I always talk to my Uber drivers when I do Uber. And um, my Uber driver was one of the first monkeys in the first production of The Lion Show. You know, the monkeys that jump around and do all the trapezing and everything. Yes. So I'm asking, of course, he's not that young anymore. But So I got to find out, just, you know, ask him questions and find out about things and had to get my picture made with him. And (laughs) it was a fun Uber drive. That's so cool. Yeah. Especially there. I mean, you just don't know who you're going to meet. See, and they're like, to me, like the, I love the singers, especially at the beginning, but I really like the acrobats. And I, so because of that, like, I really like the monkeys and I think that they, they are kind of the show towards the middle. So I do like the way that they're highlighted. And I love that you got to meet somebody who actually got to play one. I know, It sounds funny. (laughs) You met somebody who played a monkey. (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) Unless you've seen the show, you can understand. But I was very excited. Yeah, to me, that's one of those, like, you you don't miss that show. Like, that has to be something that you definitely do on your to-do list. I would say that's a must-do at Animal Kingdom. Mm -hmm. Especially if you're a Lion King fan at all, because you will sing some of these songs. Um, and they do a lot of really good interaction, like especially with the kids, where they bring some of the kids from the audience into the show. It's just, it's one of those that, like, I love. Like, that really is one of our highlights of our trip. And, you know, Disney does such a good job. Most of the shows that I've gone to, they will even have people, you know, little kids in wheelchairs, and the people will be pushing them around, you know, when they get the audience participation and they go around in that circle and you know they make some people who um, have special needs they don't let that stop them and they make them feel so special and it's so much fun to watch the smiles on those faces as they're um, including them in that show so what about the other show in animal kingdom have y'all done finding nemo yes yeah we have not oh you have my two well, no, and I didn't want to say that it's been a long time <laughs> since we've done Festival of the Lion King because my boys aren't, um, they're just not, they're older now, so they're not into that kind of thing. But um, 
I definitely, it's on my list for when we go next time. I'll trade you. You can have my two and I'll take your two and then I can go to Flight Passage. There you go. Gladly. Gladly. <laughs> they will do that with you. Your boys might fall asleep though during the Nemo. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. yeah. It's a cute show. Nemo though. is the show that I saw. But I love it's Nemo. Cute, so they have to just take it for the team and let mama go see Nemo. <laughs> That's the one that I skip if I'm passing by and there's not a close showtime. It doesn't hurt my feelings to miss it. I admit, I kind of have the same perspective, too. But like, we do try to go see yeah, it. I hadn't seen it in a long time. And I was just there in December. And I was like, oh, let's go see that. And it was so cool in there. Like, temperature was very air conditioned. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know... <laughs> My stepdad's waking us all up. (laughs) I felt so bad because I was like, I never, I just felt very disrespectful. But it was what it was. It's just a nice temperature in there. That's really what it is (laughs) compared to what it is. It it is a great place if you need to escape the heat and Mm -hmm. you want to get off your feet, go catch the Finding Nemo show. In there, I mean, I love the colors, too, that they've incorporated into this. It really does feel like they do a great theater show that makes you feel like you've really stepped foot underwater and you're part of it, you know. Um, And that's really something I love about it. But it is something I've only watched a couple of times. But it is Disney and they're very good at their entertainment. Okay, so next time we're all going to go. We're all going to go and I will go to Fist of (laughs) Quarantine. And Ashley's going to stay away. Yes, yes, I will. <laughs> or I'll take everybody's kids and I'll go to the boneyard. <laughs> oh, the boneyard's fun, too. Yes. That is our favorite land to go to. So the boneyard's part of the whole dinosaur experience. Um, and the boneyard is... I don't know there's an age limit on that, right? I know, like, it's geared more towards, like, smaller kids. But really, it's anybody that can really go in there. Yeah. Am I right on that one? Yeah, because adults are in there. I mean, they're in there. They can't get in the the net part, but they can climb up there to get their kids. (laughs) I speak from experience. (laughs) (laughs) We love Dino Land. That's one of our favorites, one of the first parks that we go into when we're at Animal Kingdom. And I mean, it's not like every theme park where you're going to come across a land where you have dinosaurs that have taken over like a carnival area and then you have like a dinosaur ride that takes you back in time um plus on top of that you have the boneyard and the the boneyard is one area that i do tell people like if you're going to do the dinosaur ride and you have little ones but that would be when you really do ride or swap and somebody go to the boneyard and you know the the rest of your family go out to the dinosaur ride um but i like that they're close enough to where like you really have a place for the kids to kind of just go hang out and go play. It's hard to tear them away but from there. It is. Yes, that's the only bad thing. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> There's so much there for them to do and like really just like run around and you know they have that liberty of just being kids, you know. So right. yeah. you know, they need that after waiting in line for a ride or a character. They really need that time to be able to just run and play and Dig. Let out that energy. Can- yes, digging. <laughs> digging. <laughs> the whole point dig. is really about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is a really large area that they have too. It's not like it's a small playground. It's no, it's, it's a large space for them to really run around. And they've got great music. 
I don't remember the music part. When you first walk in, the music, it's always, okay, well, I don't know how old you all are, but I'm in my, <laughs> I'm in my mid thirties. I'm 35 and. Oh, I'm right there with and you. And they played music back, like when I was growing up, like mid nineties type of music, mid to late, late nineties. And I'm always dancing. My kids are so embarrassed. See, I haven't noticed the music. I may have to notice that next time. <laughs> oh, yes. So have y'all done dinosaur? Yes. Have you, you liked it? I have. Oh, I'm gonna do confession session here. Okay, so I don't like dinosaurs. They scare me, which is why we haven't really done anything at Universal with dinosaurs. Um, you know the part at the very end where like, the dinosaurs supposed to come down, like where I guess like you run into them. I completely put my head down. I didn't look through most of the dinosaur ride, so I have been on the dinosaur ride, but I probably have my eyes closed ninety percent of the time. <laughs> Uh, I have so, two teenage boys who went through a dinosaur phase. So, like, we still at home quote just about every word of the dinosaur ride. <laughs> We're not going to make it. We're not going to make it. <laughs> yeah, we we love that ride. And it's a must do every time we're there. Yeah, we know all the words. And we embarrass my 16-year-old quite often. <laughs> because when we're on the ride, we're reciting everything. <laughs> we're those annoying people. They're just so easy, though, to embarrass. I know, right? <laughs> it is a ride, though. I don't know. It's jerky if you don't like to be jerked mm-hmm. around. Um, it's loud. If somebody is, you know, I always tell people if they've got younger boys or younger kids in general that love dinosaurs to also make sure they're okay with, you know, darkness and loud sounds and those kinds of things, because it does, you know, jerk you around and you have loud roars and those kinds of things. And if they get scared, they can just put down their head like I did (laughs) and not look around. Um, So the other cute thing that I really like in that area is like we talked about, like the, the Dino Land and um, they have like, they have like, I want to say like a Dumbo type Trinosaurus ride. <laughs> um, I really like that one, but that's also because I have small kids. But that's really fun. Like for kids, they have a small coaster there. I don't remember the name. If y'all Primeval do. Primeval World. Um, yeah, that one. Yeah. So there's really a lot there to do and see. And it's kind of a nice little break from walking around because in Animal Kingdom, you will do a lot of walking around. There are also lots of characters in that area to meet. Yes, um, DuckTales is there. Yeah. yeah. DuckTales. And they and my kids are carnies, so they absolutely love the carnival. So we spend about 45 minutes doing all the carnival fun um, games. Yes, another story to the carnivals is when my son was two, he won. You know, they have the rides that you shoot the water and, you know whoever gets their racehorse to the end first wins a prize. He won one of those little unicorns. I think it, not a unicorn. Oh, a seahorse. He won a seahorse there. And I sold it in a yard sale years later thinking he was done with it. (laughs) And uh, no, he was not done with it. So years late, well, not even years later, (laughs) the next year, he made sure that while we were at Disney, we went to Animal Kingdom and we had to do that <laughs> one game until we won. <laughs> he could get oh my one of those seahorses again. 
<laughs> so um, note to self, even though your child isn't around and you think they won't miss their 955th stuffed animal, they will. They will miss that scene. You will. Yes. Especially and, if it's from Disney. Yes. And so we probably paid no telling how much for us <laughs> to all play that game until somebody won. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> we have one in every color. So if he's, if your child still wants it, I can mail that to you. <laughs> <laughs> At least you think so. Yeah, until you. Your kid notices it's gone. <laughs> yeah. So here's another one I haven't written. Expedition Everest. What? Yes. I know, I know. We will have these conversations later. <laughs> Even as an adult. So, okay, you have to understand, like, I'm the only one that rides coasters. My husband doesn't like them. So, even before, like, before we had kids and we went alone, I didn't have anybody to go on with. So, I didn't go. So, I have a daughter now that likes thrills. And she's finally hitting that that height restriction. So, I now have a riding buddy. So, um, our next trip will be a very big trip of just thrill rides and my youngest and my husband could go shop or something. Um, but yeah, I haven't done it ever. It has the single rider so, line. I know, but I'm scared to go on things on myself. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's weird. It's really weird when it comes down to that. So y'all tell me what y'all love about Everest. I don't. You don't love Everest? No. I don't. I okay, like, haven't written it. You don't like it. I feel so much better. Like you're the reason I'm admitting it. I've written it once and I haven't been back on, but my family rides it over and over and over every trip. They all love it. I do not. Okay. Well, if you have, if you haven't noticed, it's not about the rides for me more so than it is about everything else. So for me about Mount Everest or Expedition Everest, it's about the details and all the things you see around Mount Everest or Expedition Everest, I'm sorry, is actually from Nepal and Mount Everest. Um, they, I was talking to a cast member the one time my son kept going back into the single rider line over and over and over and over <laughs> again. Um, and they actually went over there and, you know, and brought back all those backpacks and artifacts that you see hanging all around there all of them they brought back from like the summit of mount everest which i thought was pretty cool like people that left them behind so they're all that is so amazing yeah i thought that was pretty awesome they're all authentic so that's my favorite part well do you like the ride i do i do i do so you're a roller coaster ride i am but only once and done like once for the day and i don't need to go on it again <laughs> too many times and I, I i'm getting to the age where it makes me a little sick that's the excuse I use. <laughs> I used to be able to so do that. Them. I don't seem like a whip. I used to be able to do them over and over again, but now it's like I can do each one once and I'm good. We like to ride it during the day and then we like to go back and ride it at night because it's such a different um, feel when you ride it at night and it's just a different um, experience. And so my favorite to ride it is at night. It is beautiful when it's all lit up at night. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. I would say other than Flight of Passage, for my family, it is their favorite ride um, at Animal Kingdom. Second favorite to flight. My kids love Cali River Rapids. That's my yeah. wooden done. I did that once and I got soaked. I got soaked too and had yeah. to go buy some clothes. Oh, I just sat in there under the dryers. 
until I dried. But now they have one of those, like an actual like dryer, right? Like right outside the ride. Don't you have to pay for like five bucks for it or something? I would still do it uh-huh. considering how like drenched you can get. I was pretty drenched. I, I was so wet. Yeah. I think we it's like rode 100% the last guarantee. Sorry. We rode at the last ride of the day and then we were going to go eat at Rainforest. And it was so cold in Rainforest that I had to buy extra clothes. That's how soft and wet we were. So I wouldn't freeze. But I believe they do have the dryers now right there where you can pay to dry off. I think it's like a guarantee that everybody gets soaked. My kids never get soaked. They walk out there bone dry. I'm like, what? It's me who always gets wet. (laughs) Like, how, how does this happen? I've never seen anybody come out dry ever. They don't get wet. Oh, they're so lucky. And they're proud about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you go down that very first turn and you're the lucky one that gets that side of the water, like you're pretty much just done for. Because yeah. like that's like pretty much the biggest one that you can get. But if you're going to get wet, that'll be when when it happens. Yeah, I won't do it again. We did it that one time and I was just, I was soaked. It would have to be one of those things where I have to pack an extra change of clothing now just in case. Because I don't even know, like, if a poncho would do it. Oh, no. But I'm sure it's nice when it's really hot. So, as long as it's, like, the first ride of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll keep you nice and cool all day long. <laughs> so, one thing I did want to talk about are are the animals that they have there. And the different... Um, they have different trucks all over all over the park. Um, and you can learn about the gorillas, the tigers. Um, I don't know all of the animals per se, but like each one of them has like their own area. So within that, they have what's called Wilderness Explorers. I don't know if y'all have used it, but it's a free program that Animal Kingdom offers. And you're able to learn about different animals at each location. Or even, um, I think there's like plant life. There's there's several different things within that book. And it's also like a really nice souvenir for your kid too. But um, I love the program. I love that the cast members really take time and like teach teach the children like what each animal is. Or they show them like fossils or their skeletons. And they talk about like, they really go in depth with them. It really is a neat um, thing to do with your young children um, while you're spending the day there. That's one thing about Animal Kingdom that we love is that it's not really just about the rides there. There are so many sideshows going on or, you know, programs like that um, that you can take part in and so much to take in and see because each area is like we were talking earlier with the detail it's just so detailed. Um, you know, they have one of the shows that we, you know, like to catch in Africa and they're, you know, kicking hacky sacks or whatever you call those with the kids. And then they'll get a soccer ball out and it's just very interactive for the family. And, um, we really enjoy that aspect of animal kingdom. We take it back every time, uh, since it's not filled yet. We, we keep taking it back till, till we get it filled. I hadn't thought to do that. We just go get new ones every time. I should just do that. My kids love, they love getting the badges and our favorite. Um, it, it makes you go through each area of Animal Kingdom. And our favorite one is the bat house. And we love to learn about the bats. And we had to get a bat house because of Wilderness Explorers and Animal Kingdom. 
Now that's super cool. There's a lot of my neighbors that have them. We don't have any bats yet. Oh, you don't have bats? You just have the bat house? Yeah, we've had it now two years. So um, we, we're hoping we get some this year. Let's say it could take a... But I have cats, so maybe that's a reason they don't come in my yard because of my cats. But we but definitely they learned that from the wilderness explorers and we have to get the badges. And if we don't feel it, we have to go back and make sure we get every single badge before we leave. See, that's always something that's interesting is like you do learn. It, Disney really does. Like they teach you different things. Um, It's not just a vacation. I know that we've said that before, but like Animal Kingdom has so much to be taught, like especially about conservation and animals. Um there's just lessons all over the place. Something that I haven't done that um, has just recently opened up there. I mean, I did it when it was in other parks, but they've closed them all. So I'm really excited about going and trying this out um, on my next trip. But that animation experience at Conservation Station that they've opened, have you guys seen that? I've seen it, but I haven't done it. I've done it like, you know, they used to have something like that at Hollywood Studios and they also had it at um, Disney Quest um, where they would teach you how to draw different characters. And I think mainly the ones that they're doing um, here are like your Lion King type characters. Um, But, you know, the cartoonist or artist or whatever you want to call it they show you what to draw and where to draw it and you walk out of there with a picture that you drew um that's one of the characters it's really a lot of fun it's also frustrating if you have young kids though like I remember taking one of mine when he was a little young to be doing that and it just frustrated him because he couldn't keep up because it goes so fast so it does say all ages but um you know, you want to make sure that your kids can keep up with it and enjoy it and it doesn't frustrate them. But I do like how they brought it all back, too. Yes. Because that was something they had taken out. Yes. I was glad to see that return. So I haven't done this one. Um, so I don't know how it varies compared to the other ones. Um, but I'm going to do that the next time we go. I've done it with little kids, like you said. Don't do it with little kids. Yeah, don't do it. I mean, they can, <laughs> they can put all that in the... With, yeah. In the show. But yeah, um, it's frustrating for little kids. And then it's not as enjoyable. You want to have older. What are your top three things to do when you're an animal king? I'm like, if you were to give advice to somebody who's going to the, to the parks for the very first time, what would you tell them they have to do? Well, my top three, like if I'm going into animal kingdom and I can do three things and I can turn around and leave. And it might vary a little bit from other people, but I am going to do flight of passage. I'm going to do um, the safari, and I'm going to watch Festival of the Lion King. And they're all right there Mm -hmm. together, so you don't even have to tramp across the park. And then I'm probably going to grab a quick meal at Tusker House while I'm there. (laughs) That's my favorite service. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they've got Mickey and Goofy and great character interaction and the Jamba juice at breakfast is fabulous. So that's, that would be my top things that I would do if I were heading into animal kingdom. So what about you, Ashley? I would definitely head over to Pandora and flight of passage just because, well, it's the most popular and you have to do it. If you, if you only have three and you're brand new, you have to do it. Um, Festival of the Lion King, because it's a show that will win 
anybody over at any age. And my third one will have to be, I would say, sit down at the lounge next to Tiffin's because Tiffin's mm-hmm. itself is very expensive. But sitting in the lounge, kids are actually welcome there. And you still get to enjoy the little bits of the food and drinks inside the restaurant for a smaller price. And it's not crowded as, and you don't need reservations like you do in the restaurant. Even though we didn't discuss it, that's my, my third one. See, like for myself, I would do the safari and then I would go write Flight of Passage for the first time. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> I really like Animal Kingdom. <laughs> like at night, it's one of my favorite things to do. So I would actually sit down and watch um, The Tree of Life Awakening. And that would be my third thing to do. So no Mount Everest or Expedition Everest for you. I'm going to say no, but at some no. point it will happen. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a fan of drops, but I know I need to do it. Definitely. I mean, I'm glad I did it. Even though I will never do it again, <laughs> I'm glad I did it. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to be one of the first to know when a new episode is available. Did you know that Marvelous Mouse Travels runs a Disney Facebook page? Recently, we started a new activity every Monday in which a Marvelous Mouse agent will go live on the page and discuss a topic and also answer questions in real time. You can find our page on Facebook and the group is called Disney World Deals, Planning, and Tips. You can also reach any of our agents on the page. Thanks again and next week we'll discuss Hollywood Studios at Disney World.